give me a sword, give me a screwdriver, give me whatever, I'll still go to, into battle and I will still be a samurai. Like, How often do you actually train? How often do you actually do like the best of the best that you could produce? Welcome to the Infinite Creative Podcast. Today we have an interesting topic, my good sir. Would you like to kick it off? So since... Since Sean, my man, is down here in Florida and we're talking about the freelance, we're talking about the art, we're talking about like being the entrepreneur and there's always like a balance and there's always something to do and everything that um, is holding it together is basically the journey, uh, the journey of mastering the art mastering the business mastering basically everything because there, there there's a journey and yeah today we're talking about mastery <laughs> <laughs> there we go so yeah yeah we're gonna talk about mastery we're always talking about like you know you need to get better at stuff you need to focus on things to become a master but what the heck are we talking about what the heck is mastery and how do you even know you have mastered something so i guess um to, to kick it off i guess what do you think mastery is i guess so especially in 2023 this is the podcast where it's like oh everybody has no attention spent at all so everything is a tiktok short everything is like 10 seconds long we cannot even pay attention to one hour and 30 and it is all about concentration and learning and figuring out all the details that you will miss in a thing that is like okay it's not good enough swipe 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 and you mm -hmm. oversee little details and mastery are details mm -hmm. mastery is like when you're like you have a product that you sell and it is like dialed into a level where it's like people don't really see it in the beginning mm -hmm. but the more often they are like use the product the service or whatever it is like oh this is actually really val valuable oh this is really thought through oh i see all the detail this is really a master art piece you know that mm -hmm. is mastery for me when you really see like all the things where you think like nobody thought about it but it's designed to a t and you really can like dive into the process oh yeah 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 i mean to put it simply it's gonna kind of sound a little zen but um to put it to put it you know very very simply i would say it's it's understanding it's it's instead of knowing you understand things you know you understand why things are the way they are now you don't just know them but you get why and you understand why it was even that way to go one level deeper you accept you know there's change coming and you accept the change it's like nowadays mm. it's like there's a lot of tools you know that are coming out there and they're just like okay we, we're gonna steal your job we're gonna make your work easier and accepting is the other part to it you know it's like oh yeah there's change coming you understand the change is coming but with mastery you kind of have to accept and take it in and just like okay we're going mm -hmm. with the flow we are the water man this is zen today <laughs> it is so zen Oh. But um, but you know, I, I, I exactly. I think it's it's really it's so so when we say mastery, it's it's. I think a lot of people think of yeah, you 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 get good at something and then you're you you're just stagnant. But actually, mastery is interesting because it kind of it kind of oversees everything. It's not really about the tool set or the process. You're you're at this kind of level where you're above all of that. You're like, give me a sword, give me a screwdriver, give me whatever. I'll still go to, into battle and I will still be a samurai. Like. So you get to this kind of level. It's almost like becoming. It's like almost like being a warrior in a way, where you're like you, you, you are the weapon. Hmm. So on the note, I was like, ah, oh, yeah. That, now it's me going again too much into like. No, you're always being like you know learning. You're always adapting. So if you would go into the fight with the sword, and there's like a less experienced guy, and you're just observing and you're learning from the beginner. You know, mm -hmm. even though you know it kind of all, but you don't know everything because everything mm -hmm. is constantly changing. Everything is like, you know, going on. But this is like too broad. This is too meta. And I, I think mm -hmm. we kind of should go a little bit into the whole why, you know, and how. Because like, mm -hmm. how do we learn new things and why do we learn new things? So mm -hmm. in the web design world what is the thing currently where you're like okay i kind of need to take a step back and observe and accept and see what is changing how is it changing what do i learn from it sean um uh yeah i love that actually it's uh so it's really like 
it's learning from the democracy of web design. Um, you know, I think we've we've talked about it in past episodes of how even when you look at the trend of web design on, and search terms and such, and how it how it's it's fallen over the years, and how how people how it's become less of a, of of a big button topic. What what it actually makes me think of was what brand design was in 1900 versus what brand design is today. Brand design in 1900 was a very select people, probably in Swiss or Germany. It actually came out of you know Central Europe. The kind of the idea of what is brand design where it was like these these fil- philosophical and cultural superheroes these scientists really in lab coats kind of creating these brands and what is brand design now today well it's it's a young girl making it for a company down the road and you know an illustrator and coming up with a little brand guide right so it's like these these things kind of change the sciences behind them all kind of change and so um, I kind of forgot where I was going to go with that, but I think really the 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 the, the point I'm trying to get to here is that um, that you as a, if you're going to be mastering things, you you have to understand that the process itself is going to change and get more simplified. However, that doesn't mean that your role in it gets simple and simple as yeah. well. It's it's almost this. There's a point when you as the master, you have to take the reins and that you're going to push everything to to the next point. You got to push things to the next. So so if things get easier, so for in web design, to bring it back to your original point, what do I see in web design? Well, I see Squarespace. I see Wix. I see the democratization of everyone can kind of create their own websites easier and easier now, right? Um, there's And in the web design world, you're seeing the same thing where it used to be harder to be a web designer because I had to do, you know, HTML code and I had to hand type the code and and maybe I was able to, you know, create templates and copy and paste, and that was still a thing. But I had a lot of just like notepad and and and, and text documents. Well, that's kind of out the window. You have WordPress. You have these things that even you know uh, web designers, professional web designers, are using. So the tool sets themselves are getting more and more simple. So so could I be angry about that? Could I be sitting here and be like, well, I had to do all these things. I had to learn HTML and JavaScript, and there was no library things. I remember I had to buy a book to learn Photoshop, you know, CS3, and I had to like painstakingly go through this book to figure out a program, you know, it does, you know, does that mean I need to keep doing that? No, I, I need to, I need to obviously adapt to things are going to get easier. That's not a bad thing. The world's going to get easier. That's it, it. We really should want that, right? Like if you love what you do, you should want to see that. Um, so me, so what I'm learning from that is like, okay, how do I push that then? How do I keep pushing the envelope? How do I take Squarespace and push it to the max? How do I take Wix and push it to the max? And how do yeah. I do these things, you know, without, you know, losing love for the craft? Yeah. But that being said, like, it is always easy to say, like, oh, let's let's just push it to the max. And, you know, in the, in the real world, we got clients, we got work, we got um, all the things, we got responsibilities. And we're just, like, either doing the bare minimum or we're doing, like what we think we can do but it's rarely that we push it to the to the max and it's like how often do you actually train how often do you actually do like the best of the best that you could produce mm-hmm. and the real answer is like some people never do it and it's really hard to actually do that because it's like it maybe includes like instead of doing a project for a month or two it maybe is a year it maybe is five years because like if you measure the time and you measure everything, like how often do you actually work on one thing that long and deep, you know? And for most of us, it's like we never really do that. And that's where you become like exceptional, you know, in a weird way. Mm. Because like I could make one video that takes like years to mm-hmm. be made, you know? Let's make it a movie. Let's make it a mm-hmm. just like a really interesting art piece, you know? It does not have to be like hit record, edit, done push out you know it could be like a really dialed in masterpiece yeah yeah well uh, well and there's there's one thing that i think um that creates and that's the sense of fulfillment and i think that's that's some of the best things that i have is things that i've created um years and years ago that i still look at and i'm like dang that still looks really cool that was still a really cool idea and and i'll tell you what that's that's fairly rare i'm not gonna like i i'm gonna be honest i'd say about 20 30 percent of my work that i've ever created that i could still look at and be like i really like that even to today's standards i wouldn't change a thing i love this yeah um you know but you get that fulfillment. I, I think I think we forget about that, right? Uh, especially like you know we, we're in this time period of like it's it's about it's about quantity over quality. The the thing that can happen if you get caught in that mindset is I feel like you have nothing on the wall to really sh- 
show anyone later, right? If everything was so quick and you cut yeah. and you shortcut and you use templates and you didn't really create anything in the in the thing, you really just put stuff together and you didn't even do a good job at that, then you have nothing to really show over the years. Like uh, if I if I can't ask you like <sighs> show me your best video ever and you can't really do that, like that that you're losing you don't have that fulfillment then I feel yeah, like. Yeah, so this is opening the box of Pandora basically because like we all kind of, you know, we're doing a thing and we're taking pride in this thing and this could be anything. But some people game, for example, and they become really, really, really good in a video game, for example, Apex Legends, for example. You know, you can spend like mm -hmm. 30,000 hours, you can spend 10,000 hours, you know, and you're just like, oh, I got a special badge because I did X, Y, and Z. Mm -hmm. Now the game is gone. All the skills are gone. You know, mm -hmm. it's like some things just evaporate. And it's like, in yeah. what do we put our time of mastery? Because like mm -hmm. valuing it is like... You know, it's like we said, it's very zen. You go into, you make the park, you make the garden, and then you erase it. Mm -hmm. You know, but it's like, oof, what do you pick to be that involved? Because like you say web design, will web design be there in two, three years? Will mm -hmm. video be there in two, three years? Or will everything be AI? I don't know. Well, you yeah, know, and that's very interesting. I mean, that's, that's, that's the interesting thing about digital art in general, right? Is that we're just creating this huge pile of content out there. And I'm not going to say it's a trash pile necessarily, but it's a huge pile of stuff. You know, I think you see it a lot in stock music world. You know, go to a stock music site and I always find myself running into stock songs and I'm like, this is actually kind of cool. Like, this is actually like... Yeah. But all this ended up being was a stock song that this guy put on the site and maybe it's getting a lot of sales maybe he made a decent amount of money on the stock song but it kind of gets forgotten and and you, i can't help but think like if you would have just gotten a singer on this and really pushed it you could have actually maybe like just been an, uh, an electronic act that was now touring the country but instead mm -hmm. you created a quick buck on it and maybe made five grand ten grand and maybe it was a big success story so you're telling all your friends like dude i made a lot of money on this stock song and maybe you've made a youtube video about how you made so much money on the stock song but you don't know that you could have been the next odessa you don't really understand that you could have like gone to that level that you actually did step down um i, I that that's something that i that i kind of try to look at as well of like while I'm trying to create a business, and I think I could do that a lot better personally. This is me talking very personal of like, you know, I've I've been someone that's been so hyped up in the creative world and and arguably my ego. And I think the two and I think I'm just being honest here that that I believe that the that that a lot of people that are creative out there do ha have to have some of their ego involved. It's just it's just impossible to totally separate the two. And it's just it's impossible. No matter how hard we try, it's just I, I wanna talk about that a little bit because like so there was like um, a study made by like, I think I misquote this probably and I will mess it up. But the whole gist of the whole thing that I'm trying to say is like there was like, um, I think a football teams or whatever. And they brought in sports coach and or no, a sports psychologist and the psychologist solves the problems of the, 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 the sports people. You know, I'm already talking really bad, but <laughs> yeah. he basically solves the problem and that basically created that zen that oh no i'm fulfilled i don't need to push that hard you know mm -hmm. fulfillment and being content is like kind of the devil mm. of like not pushing the envelope so that could be the ego like you kind of maybe need the ego to push it to have that dog in you where it's like okay i gotta do mm -hmm. this you know you gotta yeah. instead of like being like calm and like oh no i'm 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 like a regular person, you know, I'm content. I'm like, I don't need to do it for the money. I don't need to make it for the love. I'm just like, I choose to because I feel like it, you know, instead of like having that, like that drive of like rage or whatever emotion is basically driving the progress because like, yes, mm -hmm. it's unhealthy, but that is the artist who is basically completely like, I'm drawing this art piece all night. I don't care. I don't care about my health. I'm like, I'm mm. making this now because I want to create it and I want to be the best, you yeah. know? Well, and I, I, and I love that you said that because the, I think the main distinction between those two is internalizing the ego and externalizing the ego, right? And we live in a very externalized ego society where it's like, I, I, I talk to so many creatives where they don't even care if they like it. They just care if other people like it. And if yeah. other people don't like it, it must be crap. And then, and it's like no you you really like you i think you should still have the sense of ego because it's a really the sense of identity and all of the things that happen in your life up to that moment because that's what's informed all of your decisions i think it's like <sighs> so yeah push the envelope but who are you doing it for and really you should do it for your inner child you really should make that inner child laugh and be happy and that that's who you're doing it for like, I, I wanted to say something because like you said like you know you you don't some people care about who does like it the client 
do you like it who likes it you know mm -hmm. and i was like in the business world there's also like i don't care if the client likes it or if i like it it needs to check the box and then it becomes an object then it becomes like just a thing that you just like yeah the client maybe doesn't like it but it fulfills the contract you know and it's like mm -hmm. that's what they wanted and i'm like they wanted art, but what they got is like an item because it's like you went to a business. You did not went to an artist, and I'm like, Oof. well, and, Oof. and yeah, and that's kind of and that's kind of good too because yeah, you know, there's that's one of the, one of the biggest lessons a lot of brand new designers learn very early on is that that you're you're providing a service. You're not you're not an artist. You're 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 a hammer and you're nailing and you're got all these nails. That's that's what this kind of is at the very bare minimum. And and so so you're not wrong when you think that I so. It, but but you're right it's an item and when it's an item you, you lose that connection that kind of that 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 kind of that heart pull of it and you almost have to because you know if you if you have your heart attached to every project you learn really quickly as a new creative that you're setting yourself for heartbreak when yeah. that client just axes it or the thing doesn't go right or you misspelled the thing at the very last step and messed it up you know if you you have to there is this detachment that has to happen just so you can keep going <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <But> <laughs> i think we don't talk really about the like yeah you're the hammer and you don't care about being the hammer but you need to be the hammer and the nail doesn't want to be the nail you know and the swinging needs to keep happening so that things are moving <laughs> we push we push that metaphor a little too far but like you know but yeah i think uh you know so 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 like in terms of that like so so what i would tell people like so, so how do i make sense of that so so what i would say is internalize the desire to do better to hit those checklists to hit the the, the nails better and that needs to be in that needs to be you holding yourself to a certain level because i'll tell you what if you hold yourself to a high level you'll realize that nobody else is ever holding you up to that high level and that's a great place to be because let's say you have a bad week or something hits the fan if you're already operating up here and you drop a little bit you're still meeting expectations and so it's like I think like for most people you really need to find that inner drive and what I would even say now and and this isn't like my advice to just go out and do this obviously but you know, if you can't find that, if you don't have that inner kind of like that path, you don't feel that, that may be the first sign you're on the wrong path. You're on the wrong vertical because you have to have that type of something in you. And it, I, it, your goal could be to make more money. Your goal could be to get better at the thing, but you got to have something. If you, if you kind of look in yourself and you're like, I don't know what that path is. then I you think you'd be surprised if you moved left or right into the next lane, you may find love. Yeah, so with that being said, like you kind of need to find a dog in you, that fire, that drive, something mm -hmm. that keeps you going and like, you know, mm -hmm. hypes you up to a level if you want to be an artist. But if you want to just keep the hammer swinging, hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so that's why I'm like, you know, Sean, you're on that where it's like, I maybe want to switch lanes. And I'm like, I, I don't want to tell you yes, no, maybe, you know, because like every industry is changing. And the, the one thing that I learned is like, you know, the longer you keep on going, the easier it is because you figure out more ways to monetize and make stuff vivid. But you kind of need to wanting to do that in a weird way, if that makes sense. Yeah. Well, you know, one thing that I've I've saw with some creatives um, that I never want to get to, and I've seen. I'm not going to ever point out names or anything, but I, I've I've definitely seen in some creatives where they they've fallen out of love. They're they're yeah. either they're either always talking about things that are going wrong. They're they're angry about it. They're not even talking about the work. And you can also tell too when you would like compliment something of theirs and they don't brighten up i think yeah. that's the biggest tell is if i'm like dude that looks really good and they're like yeah you're like okay like is there nothing there you didn't that that like not yet again because I, I don't want you to be super ego like yeah i am the best <laughs> yeah ding like no i'm i i think it's i i don't want that either but like i can tell when you don't love it when i'm like even telling like i'm giving yeah like you're doing great man this is great work and i can't i can't wait to see where you're going they're like yeah i guess yeah and you're like ooh, <sighs> that, that that is like that is the, the the balance of like you know is is the hammer just swinging and it's just like doing the act or is it actually just like you know like you taking pride in it and you're being obsessed and you have that fire and that spirit in you you know mm -hmm. and we all have to decide where do we uh implement the mastery because like it is a skill to learn you know and nowadays nobody really wants to spend time and master anything 
Yeah, I, yeah, this is a great this is a great thing to move on to because I think um, you know if I was I'm just I, I try to think of things now if like I was the, at the end of high school like where I was when I really started to decide to be a designer it was like yeah. the beginning of my senior year of high school and like so I try to put myself now if I'm a senior right now in high school and I'm 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 kind of hearing advice from different advice from people of like going to college not going to college all of those different things moving out of state staying in state staying in the country for that matter or leaving the country you know yeah and so you know having all of these kind of things happening you know what how, I have people in videos telling me you don't need to master anything you can just use the shortcuts really well and then you'll be able to make a lot of money and you know I'm hearing like don't go to college that's stupid you can learn on your own by watching all these videos and doing all this stuff and then you have people like kind of like me that, that that tell you you know you should go to college because it's going to push you it's going to give you crit- critique you're going to have you should go to college for the not fun parts not for the fun parts if that yeah. makes sense and so it's like what you know i guess what would be your advice to that that kid in terms of mastery so in that regard because like you said there a lot and there's a lot to unpack because you're right with that because you can get confused in like taking shortcuts and then like going from a to b and you're actually going nowhere because you took too many shortcuts Mm -hmm. in too many directions you never stuck with anything and what you should do is like do shortcuts work yes they do do Mm -hmm. like strategies work where you do i only do one year of school and then i go transfer to this and i'm doing that you know Mm -hmm. or i apply to this job and then i'm actually using just the connections from this job to get whatever Mm -hmm. all that works The, the question is though do you have the patience you know to work with a strategy and how to break down your goal because like if you don't really have a goal and you're just going with the flow the shortcuts will not work because you will not stick with it long enough you know Mm -hmm. you you don't believe in it you will not put in the work to make it work you know because Mm -hmm. like there's like strategies for everything and like there's like speed runs and video games there's you know, and mm-hmm. you can apply tactics in real life, like make an Etsy shop, steal a design and sell it. You know, mm-hmm. there's like ethical ways, unethical ways. There's like the gray area in between, you know, mm-hmm. and it's like, how do you write this wave? And it all comes down to that passion, you know, and the goal. Yeah. And if you have like a clear goal, what most young people do not have, you know, if you're like young and you're out of school and you do not know what you want and you're just like, you mm-hmm. got to pick something, stick to it and set a goal. Yeah, well, and, and and furthermore, as a young creative, like what the heck kind of goal can I make when I just make weird stuff? Like as a kid, as a teenager, you just make these things that maybe your parents love, maybe they don't. Maybe some of your friends are like, you're cool. Maybe they, they don't, do. <laughs> you know, but like, but you know, it's, 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 it's so hard. Like it's so hard to like really know what the heck of the angle is, especially if you ever do like a Google search or ask chat GPT about like, what are all the creative jobs? You're just going to find that there's hundreds out there and that's cool, but it's also, it's, it's too much it's like where do i go what what is my creative journey you know what's really interesting you know I, I, you know, I studied, uh, you know, kind of some of the famous painters out there like Salvador Dali, Da Vinci, you know, Dali's really funny. You look at some of his first paintings when he was young, being a teenager, they, they're not really, they, they're, there's similarity to, to his later work, but it's completely different. So he had no idea. He's just like painting fruit like everyone else, painting a sunset like everyone else. He doesn't, he, he didn't know what his creative journey is. He didn't know. So, so it's really hard when you're getting to like, you know, that early part of life to really see like mastery. Sure. But mastery of what? Like, where do I yeah, go? So- so that is like one of the things where I was like struggling um, with the most because like, you know, how do I pick my niche? And obviously on the internet you hear and right now here you hear a lot of opinions and it goes like, oh, you got to love what you do. And then some people say you don't have to love what you do. And it's like mm-hmm. there is no right or wrong answer. The question is like, can you keep on doing? Because like when you as mm-hmm. soon as you stop doing, everything is falling apart and you have to pick and choose a new path. And maybe that path will work better out but if you learn on like letting things go and giving up you don't really learn mastery and that is like one of the things like you have to set yourself a goal Mm -hmm. achieve that goal at no matter what cost and then after that you kind of achieve mastery you know when you do that art piece and i'm like okay i finished that in 40 hours and i make it the best piece in one continuous thing maybe or whatever you know Mm -hmm. you set the rules but you have to set rules and you have to meet the expectations of your rules and if you don't and you maybe hate your masterpiece and everybody else loves it Mm -hmm. and you know you're not fulfilled but you have the drive to keep on moving forward on the next thing you still have the drive to like okay i put those hours in and i just do it no matter what 
Yeah. Everybody else says, you know, but it's like setting goals. Yeah, yeah. Well, and it's like, you know, it's like Malcolm Gladwell's 10,000 hours and you have to put that 10,000 hours in to, 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 to master anything. And, you know, what, what's really interesting, you always bring up the video game examples. I'm going to bring up one now. Like, you yeah. know, if you play something like, you know, yeah, like a Fortnite or something out there, you know, uh, what's interesting is you're already doing that, right? You're not, when you play those games, you're not thinking of your hundredth game, are you? No, no. Are you th- you're, you're thinking about that game. I'm going to win this game. And, and what happens when you don't lose that game well you just go right back into the queue and you play the next game and i think like if we could start to think more like that as an artist or as a designer or anything is like you just you're gonna win this game like don't don't try to not win it but if you don't that's fine move on to the next game and if you can get good at that approach of like it's almost like when you're running uh, for anyone out there as a distance runner they'll understand this that that your pace may slow down at some points especially when you do a longer run let's say you're at the 10 mile point your pace may be less than you were at the two mile point so how do you quicken well, a lot of people will tell you, find objects to focus on. And if you focus on an object, you'll actually move towards it faster as a runner. So the same thing I think can happen in your creative career, where if you're not focusing on those objects, you're not finding those key points and you're, you're finding those, those kind of goals, yeah. then, then you, are, you are moving kind of slow. You won't even realize it. But that being said, though, like having those goals like that are approaching in the distance and you're, you're working hard to achieve them, you also mm-hmm. have to take the, the step back. You know, let's say you're playing Fortnite. Everybody plays Fortnite. It's a big game. You know, it's like your 10,000 hours mean nothing now because everybody puts in the 10,000 hours. So the new 10,000 hours is like maybe the next 20 or 30,000. Or if you only have 10,000 hours and you want to be the best, you basically have to step one step back after hour one and hyper analyze and just like put instead of more playing, more analyzing and become more strategic and Mm -hmm. become more intelligent while spending the 10,000 hours. Mm -hmm. So you get better results for your 10,000 hours. So Mm -hmm. there's like a big difference in mastery, how you apply it. Because like if everybody does art, if everybody does video, 10,000 hours don't matter, you know? Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, something you really touched on there just very briefly is there's one part of the process that I think is what really brings it all together, and it's the review. You got to review yourself. You got to stop. You got to pause. You got to you gotta take a step back and say, what am I doing wrong? So yeah. yet again, a Fortnite, if you're not winning the Fortnite games, you know, maybe it's like, you know what? I haven't watched one YouTube video about how to play Fortnite better or like, yeah. you know, or I haven't really read one blog post about like anyone's tips on Fortnite. Like it could be like you know things like that so so even in the creative and design world there's stuff like that all the time where i'm catching myself being like okay sean you've done this a lot this way but if we take one second to just check this other way we may find something way better and that's why i'm i change tool sets for web design probably every couple of years at least and that's because it's like there's a lot of me pausing and being very humble about it like yet again like there's that ego being external versus internal where like if you're external you're, you're attaching your ego to the tools like it's this tool set i'm not going to do it any other way well there may be a better tool set and if you're going to only sit there and focus on that tool set then everyone else is going to hop on the new one especially the new people yeah. the new people aren't going to hop on your old tool set they're going to hop on the new one yeah so the, the ego can be a crutch and can be a superpower and it's just like you know let's say you're on the top of the game you know you will not adapt to other people's play styles because they're inefficient you know because like you're top of the game like why would i learn from other people you know mm-hmm. and then this is when the ego becomes a crutch you did web design or videography for five ten years whatever and now there's a new editing software like CapCut. you know mm-hmm. why would i play with that i'm I, I know the professional editing softwares you know like oh now they have ai and now they have this and you know and they're producing mm-hmm. more work and slowly creeps up on you you know and if you mm-hmm. don't have the knowledge about like hey your ego is a superpower and the weakness at the same time and we all should adapt and play and learn mm-hmm. you know then then you basically can get lost in a circle where it's like no i'm the best i'm the best oh no i'm not anymore the best oh everything sucks because it's not my fault but right. you know it's just like it, it can become very dangerous but i i think like the biggest part here is now if you're a young creative and you're basically starting out in a new path, in a new career, and you basically, let's say it's a new game and you want to be become a professional esports candidate or you want to be um, an artist who's like creating a lot of art now and I'm like going to do that Twitch thing, you know, for example, because mm-hmm. we talked about that. The best thing we can do right now is like if you start out new somewhere and you're at square one, the best way to start over is not just jumping into it and just doing. It's like, no, breaking it down. Like, what do other people do? What are the t- uh, tutorials? What are the tactics? What are the speed runs? Because then you learn more mm-hmm. from the speed runs by trying to copy and 
copy um, a lesson that somebody else did and then you build on top of it. Well, and yet again, I'd love, love you to touch that. It's, it's, it's the exact same way that masters used to teach their students is that you, you need to try to, to do the master work, right? So yeah. like try to recreate the thing. You know, if you're going to be a logo designer, then recreate the Apple logo without tracing it. Don't trace it. Put, put the Apple logo here, recreate it over here, you know, you know, doing th- little things like that. And then, you know, so for, so I have a friend that's learning web development right now, yeah. you know, and he's, he's doing a great job, but he got lost in the, in the sauce in terms of like, I don't have any clients. Like, what am I supposed to do? And I'm not a great designer. I'm a developer. So I'm getting caught in these design decisions where I, it's not looking good, but that's not my job though. My job's to be a coder. So like he's having, he was having such a hard time with it where I told him, here's what you do, man. Just spend an hour. See how far you get. Act like I just gave you a client. Like go get a go. Just go get a random prompt and just 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 do it. Make it quick. And then every and then stop at an hour. Have a hard stop and then do it again. Yeah. And then see how much farther you get in the process because that's that that first part of any project, as we know, it, it can sometimes be the hardest part when it's just all the whiteboard grayness, weird. Yeah. You know, when you get hired for your first project, I don't know if you can remember the first video you ever got hired to make or whatever. It's it's tough because you're there's so much you're like, oh my god, like. I didn't really realize like the process of this and how this breaks down. There's so much you learn in the process. Yeah, so that that goes kind of back to the the Dunning Kruger effect, where it's just like in the beginning you think you know, but you actually don't know, you know. Mm-hmm. And that is like where we have to be really, really aware. If you know you start something out new, and you you think you have a good understanding, and that basically means like you're the client, you want to do it now yourself. You you hired a videographer, and now you want to edit your own videos, for example. Um, yeah, watch a tutorial and try to cover the tutorial, you know, and then you still will think like yours is better than the original, but actually you don't know. So there's a balance of just keep on doing the thing and, you know, pushing through the, the learning curves, but then still try to like, oh, where could I have done better, you know? Well, and just understand that there there is this cycle of, and this is, this is essentially the order of it. You don't know what you don't know. You yeah. know what you don't know. Then you don't know what you know. And then the mastery is you know what you know. Yeah. And that's that's the cycle. And that cycle repeats over and over and over again in your career. You know, so 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 that's what I would tell any young person too is just understand you're at the beginning of this process. You actually don't know what you don't know. And there's something beautiful to that too. There's a yeah. there's a lot of beauty in breaking rules before you knew the rules and know the rules. So so I think like, you know, I th- I would say if I if I was a young creative, you don't know what you're gonna do yet, but you know the things you do like, then what I would say is is spend the time time in in improving those and what does that mean i don't know that's for you to that's for you to experiment and figure out that's part of the process that may be the first step is is how do i push what i like to do or how do i define what i like to do into something else and and that takes experimentation that may be the first step is experiment fail fall on your face have the awkward thing see how hard this actually will be or have just fun with it you know it Mm -hmm. does not have to be painful because like in the end so i kind of see everything now in like universal lessons you know everything is like a bigger concept that is like really simple but you can apply it to everything so in the weird way is like okay if you want to learn guitar you basically just start playing you buy a guitar you have no idea you probably do the wrong thing mm-hmm. then you cover songs you learn to cover you learn how to read and there's no right or wrong way the only question is like how long can you keep on going and what is your workflow is your workflow better than somebody else's where it's like oh i actually have a guy who helps me i have a friend who's like playing with me you know or hey i'm actually actively thinking because actively thinking is a thing that most people don't really do what sounds like what we're humans we're thinking all the time no Mm -hmm. we don't because everything is automated we are just like okay do a brush my teeth at night Mm -hmm. we automatically do we don't really think about that is that really a good decision you know because the decision was already made you know and your habits decide how well you get in in the master aspect but you have to actively revision or um, take a look back on what did you do does this work out and the more active you think the better it becomes in a weird way with the time put in yeah yeah no i think that yeah and i and think you're right and i i, I do agree with you on like you need to you need to have fun too at the beginning you really yeah. do you need to, you need to enjoy it. you need to play there needs to be this sense of play um definitely don't lose sense of that 
Um, you know, I, what I would also tell people is, is make it, uh, I say this a lot, but make it your identity. And, and how do you do that? You know, well, do other things than doing the thing. It's really interesting. You know, like, mm-hmm. yes, like earlier I said, like, you know, like, uh, look at a YouTube video about the thing, but you know, start to read books. Is there a talks in the area that you can go to? Is there meetups that you can go to? There's so much you can gain at one meetup to go yeah. to the meetup and have all these professionals that already do that. Um, and they love talking about themselves. So, you know, every, we always say on the show, like ask people questions about themselves, you know, so a meetup and things like that. It's great. So if you're a young person and, and let me tell you this, like if you're a young person and you show up and you actually show that you care, that's a very attractive thing to someone that may want to hire you. Okay. Yeah. So, so, you know, that, that too with creativity is like, you know, show that you're not willing to take the shortcut, the shortcuts sitting at home and, and watching tutorials about the thing maybe are just doing it and doing it wrong and calling yourself that thing. That's, yeah. that's the shortcuts. The real thing is to go out, be humble and actually um, see what you can, what you can take in, what you can be a sponge of. Yeah. I think like, it's kind of like mastery is like uh, the endurance runner, you know, like you will be probably never there, but if you burn out too quickly, it's bad because then you cannot achieve mastery. So you kind of have to run at the perfect pace so that you don't get burned out or burned in a weird way, but you run it at the right pace with the right intensity, you know, with the right stakes and you revise your running. Do you focus on your breathing? You focus on your running, you know, mm-hmm. and you break it down. Do you learn um, often enough new things at the right pace or do you learn too much instead of doing? And there's like the, mm-hmm. the perfect balance of like the, the you know, the zen mode where it's like okay we're doing this thing i'm not burned out i'm kind of happy i'm kind of unhappy i'm hungry enough to still keep on pushing you know and i got that fire Mm -hmm. and i don't let the fire die or i refuel the fire you know because i'm like i'm catching myself like oh i'm burning out you know because like mastery it's always easy to start the new thing you know and sometimes you need to jump to a new thing to become a master but you never know what is the right moment to jump, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, and I would, and I would definitely caution people on jumping too much. If you, yeah. I, I see that a lot with people that once the going gets tough, once the 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 horse bucks them off and they and they hit yeah. their head on the ground, they don't want to get back on the horse again. You know, it's I think that's that's a big thing too. Um, is you're gonna be tested. I tell everyone that anyone that thinks that any of this creative stuff's easy, and the creative thing itself may be easy, but the handling of the clients may not be easy. Making it make you money is not going to be easy. There's lots to these things that aren't easy you're gonna yeah. get kicked off so 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 like what you said earlier you have to have you kind of need to have fun i i agree with that if you're not having fun and you're not in love with these things yeah it, you know so at the very beginning if you're already love is a big word though well, you kind of do though. I mean, if I hadn't loved design, I'd been long gone by now. Like, there's been so many, uh, there's been so many things during this yeah. process that, um, you know, even the student loan of it. You know, me having student loans has been such a, a constant test of like, well, if you love this, you're still paying monthly fee to love this thing. Yeah. And so it's, um, so you really do have to be in love with it. I would really tell people that you really have to. And what what does that mean? What is that love? Does it need to be like intense love? No, I'm not saying that. But it, but it needs to get you excited. You need to like literally. Get excited to do the thing at the beginning, at the very beginning. I'm not saying like necessarily later, but yeah. the very beginning, you should be like, that's kind of cool. I really like that. I learned yeah. a lot. Like if you're not in that zone, I, I would be very sensitive to that. You may want to try something else because if you're not like in love with it when the going's good and you don't have a client yelling at you and you don't have something going wrong, then God, I, I you're going <laughs> to get, you're going to give up later. Yeah. No, you're, you're right with that. And there's like, uh, as we said, everything in life is a balance, you know, and it's like, it's, impossible to say do you need to love something do you need to just like it because everybody's different some people are just like they 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 fall in love with stuff and they fall out of love and they go back into it where other people you know they're just like very intelligent and they they achieve mastery insanely fast and then are those those talented people you know that Mm -hmm. are just like okay they kind of picked something out they go went really hard they got a good upbringing they had all their basic lessons and they we're at the right time at the right place it becomes easy and they mastered it and now they can move on to the next thing and it can switch around faster but the one thing that i learned was like um you need to first master one thing before you can make money off of it in a weird way yeah well yeah yeah well yeah I, I, exactly i mean uh, it's it's a good topic to bring up too is that you know i think we live in this time that we think that we can master multiple things at once right yeah. that i i can especially you know in the web design world a great example of like you know i can master seo ada compliance web design yeah. and then all the components like email marketing social media i probably said that but like you know so there's 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 all of those things and 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 while they're proxies yeah it's like you, you do need to focus on the 
thing yeah. um, at the very beginning. You really do. You need to try to focus in. Um, and and what I would tell people too, and, and this is how I get through some stuff, is is when you're learning something that's like not sexy, it's difficult, it's dry, that's a good sign that your your value just went up. Okay. Yeah. If it's easy and sexy, you just press a button, wham, bam, you got lots of competition. But if you're reading something, you're like, dang, oh my God, I have to reread this. I don't even understand what I just read. That's a good sign that your value is going up because a lot yeah. of people think of this thing as a trail. Think of this creative journey as a trail that's going up and it's getting more treacherous at times and others. And some people are getting to that big crevasse and they're going, no way, I'm done. This is yeah. where I'm going to set up camp. But if you have that, you're going to throw the rope and you're going to tie it and you're going to go ahead and sloth across that crevasse. Yeah. Your value just went up. Okay. Mm-hmm. So... That's what I would tell people. So now with like AI and stuff coming out, I know that that's what we're doing is like, I don't want to just use AI. I want to get real good at using AI. And I'm yeah. I'm trying to push the bounds and how that gets into my in my space. That's a new, that's an example of a new thing. Me as a seasoned creative, I could sit there and be like, this is just too much. I don't really know. Yeah. But I but I see that it's helping the passion. It's helping my passion by, by helping alleviate some things. Yeah, and I think like, yeah it is like everything is changing we always have to learn and adapt and pain is the gain basically it's like like you said if it becomes easy you basically are losing and you always should be like oh what is the next painful thing i could do is it the networking event do i try to avoid this where do i avoid pain and what would that mean what would that entail what is the lesson of that Mm -hmm. because like usually it's like oh i don't want to do the edit like why you don't want to do the edit is it like because you're not good at it or because you don't know the answer for what is going on there Mm -hmm. you don't have a game plan for the edit and you when you edit you realize like oh this is becoming painful it's like there's always somewhere pain and there's the answers if you commit to the pain you will figure out what is the pain point why is it the pain point Mm -hmm. and then you can work on figuring this out and that is the path to mastery Search for the pain, basically. Yeah, 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 yeah. You you are hungry for the things that you could do better. You you are literally appreciate it when someone's like, yeah, but did you know this? And if you don't know that thing, you should be like, oh my God, I'm writing that down. I'm going to look that up tonight. I am so psyched that you just showed me something yeah. I had no idea of. And honestly, me in the web design world, that is constant. I mean, like yeah. literally constant. There's stuff I, I don't know about. And I'm like, wait, what? There's now that thing and now there's this thing. Um, and it, so it's like, that's, that's where the mastery comes in. It comes back to the, you're the weapon, right? It's not, it's not all these tools. It's all these things. Yeah. You're the weapon. So how could, how, how can you stay sharp? Yeah. But that being said, like you touched on something that's very important for every young person listening to it, because like, you're probably like watching AI, you're watching the new tools that are being developed all the time. There's probably every week, like five, 10 new tools coming out. And it's literally that bad right now. Mm-hmm. Like society is moving at the fastest pace ever. There's a new time management tool. There's a new AR tool. There's a new whatever. And you learned maybe 10% of the the new tool and then already a new tool is out. Mm-hmm. And that is where mastery comes in. It will be your anchor where it's like, okay, we're not mastering one tool maybe right now. We're mastering the industry. Mm-hmm. And I see there's a trend going on with this tool. I kind of have to look into it, but I also like I, I need to know the basics, but I cannot get lost in the sauce. And sometimes you mm-hmm. have to make a decision as like, okay, if I pick this new tool, this new tool will be used and will be mastered to 100%, even though there's maybe five other new tools coming out. And that can be maybe game breaking can be not but you have to be willing to commit to like an, a new trend because like everything is moving on now but it maybe will be like oh you learned this new tool you committed now all that time mm-hmm. and maybe be not the best but in five years somebody will ask like or two years or one year it's like who who can operate this tool because like i'm familiar with it you know and you're the expert yeah and and the only thing i would say that that only slightly pushes back on that is is the you know you don't have to fall in love with stuff too so so if there is a new tool let's say and 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 you try it and you don't like it that's still good it's it's the whole know thy enemy type of thing too so if you don't if you are if you're a web designer and you're like i am so anti squarespace i'm so anti this give it to the customer and they think that they're just as good of a web designer as me that's fine and all you should still go open up a Squarespace account and get in there. Know thy enemy. Know who you are up against then. So, because you don't ever want to be in that meeting where you're like, yeah, I don't use that thing because it doesn't do that. And they're like, what are you talking about? It's been doing that for a year. And it actually does this too. And then you're like, 
but, but okay well it doesn't do this and they're like well no it does it does that too <laughs> you don't ever want to have that meeting you know thy enemy know what you're up against yeah and i think that is like very powerful in these times now that it's like you know it's nearly it doesn't really matter what you know anymore because like you could google tool for x y and z and or youtube how to do x y and z and somebody will use a tool to do that and you just need to follow the steps step by step mm -hmm. and you have to be mentally mentally flexible and that is also a skill it's like yeah. not everybody can follow like um, a youtube video and do step by step you know and that is like yeah it is a hillis if things are changing and get developed and the tool doesn't look anymore the same and you cannot really operate the tool because you're not the expert in that region. Mm -hmm. But it's like, yeah, you got to be flexible and you got to be hardened in like doing the work. Yeah. And, and I guess so, you know, and I guess what we've been talking about this entire time is like, you know, you're looking at the world and you're kind of like creating your vision around that world. But, but now to kind of switch it a little bit too is, you know, be stubborn in your own vision. If you've got a weird vision, yeah. it, we're, entering a time where the weirder your vision probably the better honestly yeah. so like I, I i would also caution if you're a young creative and you're and you're trying to understand like how do i master without like you know selling out essentially um i would say stay stubborn on your original vision even if you have to make it a separate little thing you do on the side and separate it out from the other thing i think that's fine just don't lose sense of that because i think a lot of young creatives we have these passion projects when we're young these things that we do that are kind of dorky and they don't we don't they don't really make sense they're not you know an eight-year-old doesn't know how to monetize his weird drawings that he makes but like don't lose sight of that like don't lose that like because yeah. there is something there and if you do lose that then it's not something that like you're gonna just be for in your 30s or 40s and be like oh yeah i remember that that's it's not gonna happen it, it can actually just disappear completely so yeah. so i would say that too for a young creative if there's that one weird thing you do and you're like i don't know how the heck i could ever make this a job that's fine Keep it going somehow. Keep that thing boiling and then maybe keep learning skills and see how you can flip those into it because you'd be yeah. surprised. Like, so one example for me is I used to make really dorky castle drawings when I was a young, young kid. Mm. Like, so I, I loved making like the, the castle walls and they would be cascading and there'd be mountains around it. But then, you know, as a young kid, I was like, this ain't gonna make any money. Like, there's nothing. Did I you gonna... thought about money as a kiddo? <laughs> well, your parents make you think that, right? Because yeah. you're like, you know, you get in your teens, and they're just like, they're kind of like, stop doing that, do this instead. Stop doing that, do that instead. Yeah. Um, but you know, if I would have kept doing that, and I also used to make dorky like maps in the in the style of Lord of the Rings, and guess what? Now there's guys that do that. They just make a like of Michigan. Here's the Lord of the Rings map, you know, because they stayed on that path. They stayed on the that journey. They <laughs> they stayed on that dorky. I know. And now we could just get. AI to do it but but you know they they stayed on the path and now they've monetized it you know it's something that when I was a kid I was like there's no way but like if I would have kept down that path I could be making really cool illustrations of castles right now and selling those on Etsy for something and but you know I didn't I I, yeah. I so don't so that's what I would say is if you're young you have that weird thing keep it keep that thing going do not lose sight of that thing yeah and I mean with that being said like there's no right or wrong there's also you know just keep the fire going keep that thing going like we said like if you're running keep on running as long as possible till you burn out till the point there's no going and then you maybe switch it up and then you take all the lessons that you had with that thing and apply it to the new thing because the lessons mm -hmm. are the same like you know you only learn to work hard and after you work learned to work hard you can use that to a new thing mm -hmm. what is maybe more rewarding yeah but that is like the thing like there's Oh, and also like learn to learn you know after you learned those two mm -hmm. things you learned how to work learn to learn and then it's like oh now you learn to how take advantage of certain things you know mm -hmm. or timing and all that stuff right it, that are all lessons that are universal you know and that means maybe you're a fortnite player you learned the game you mastered it and all the things that you mastered the game is now out and it's not anymore a thing and new game now you can speed run the process and try to can mm -hmm. I learn this faster? Can I learn like the basics faster? And that is like the, and the you new do. lessons, you know? Yeah, and you do. And you do. Um, you know, to just quickly touch this, um, I, I you know, first person shooters are a funny example, right? I learned I learned how to shoot on on old things like Counter Strike One and Halo One and all these like old older games, but I get a new first person shooter and I'm I'm pretty up to speed pretty quickly because that is still there. That so that's a so that's kind of me tying into that example. But I, I did want to bring us to kind of the final thing of mastery like kind of your final step of mastery is something that you preach all the time and honestly hopefully it when this podcast is doing its best it does and that's teach 
Yeah. You know, that is kind of the final the step of mastery is to give now. Give yeah. to the world. With that being said, though, I forgot one key part. You know, we all need to know ourselves. You know, when I was like 13 and I wanted to master, so I went to a, um, a game convention and I'm like, oh, there's like Warcraft 3 and that is the strategy game of the time, you know, and I was like, it's a strategy game you build and people compete, they win money, they make money with like esports. And I was a little kiddo, I'm like, I want to be part of that, I want to do that. Mm-hmm. And then I bought like a game magazine and they are like, okay, the player thought about how long it takes to get from A to B and so he can time certain things, you know, and mm-hmm. there, there were strategies and what I basically learned is like there's very intelligent people out there and some people are less intelligent, you know. I include myself into that category and that does not really matter as long as you have good rules, good, you know, boundaries because like you can make something work and be like you can be the boss of a company and you can be an idiot to be quite honest. I saw it in real life and I'm like I don't know how they kept like a company going, but they did. And all they do is just hire the right people because they have the right rules. And mm-hmm. that basically keeps them alive. But if you learn a, a new thing and you know you're not the smartest, you basically should just follow best practice and then improve on that. Yeah. And Instead of like going through it yourself because you think you, you're a shiznit. The shiznit. <laughs> yeah. Well, you play to your strengths. I mean, yeah. that's the thing. Like, so even that guy that's not good at running a company, but he's good at hiring people. Well, he played off of his strengths. Just, yeah. just lean fully into that. And, um, you know, I, I think all you really need in life is a few good home runs at the exact right time and yeah. you have success, right? I think everything that's been best in my career were home runs at the exact right time. And when, when is that time? It's never, it's never obvious. It's never when you even think think it is the things that you prepare the most for are not where the home runs happen they happen at the weirdest times you know so i think um you know i think it's just understanding that and really so it's it's also just loving the process like you you got to love the process not the outcome you have yeah. to you have to love that you're doing it. It, it. Yet again, to go back to Salvador Dali, you know they when you look at a master's art pieces, you don't you don't say like these do get like these are bad and they get better. You're like no, these are good and then they got different and then it got different, but they're still good. Yeah. Like so, it's like it's just that. It's like these are just these are just like snapshots in time of the process. Think of that. Like yeah. you're just creating as good. If you just keep your own quality of work up in your own head then the snapshots will look better and better and better. And they're not necessarily getting better, but they're changing. And that's yeah. that's cool. Yeah, I think like just like this like gets to one. It's basically like you just keep on playing the game. You keep on drawing like Dolly did. And then over 60, 50 years, he maybe hits a home run. He maybe, But you will never find out if you not just continue to keep on playing. And then that is like the whole gist of it. You, you need to keep on playing with that game. And you need to keep on going, you know. And just like believing in it, setting the right goals, and just trying to hit a home run. Because like if you mm-hmm. don't keep trying, you maybe will not hit the home run. You maybe will not buy Bitcoin because you never mm-hmm. tried to invest, you know. Like if you're an investor and you're looking for new opportunities, you will find one. But if you like get beat down and now you're not looking for new investments or you know or things you believe in you will not invest so you got to keep staying in the game keep on playing it's like playing poker it's not to win with one hand the whole game it's like no you keep on playing you know Mm -hmm. try to stay as long as possible in the game till you hit the home run you know yeah 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 i i love what you said you know keep trying and failing that's the best thing don't just fail but try and fail try 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 to do the best work you can all the time obviously keep get the boundaries up don't don't let it affect your life but but try you always got to try don't ever get this place where you're like i'm not going to try on this but i'm going to try on that just try on everything even yeah. if, it, if even if it's a project that you don't want to put a lot of energy in, you should still try. Yeah. With this being said, I think this is now the end of the podcast. Make sure to like and subscribe. <laughs> We're on Spotify, YouTube, and Apple Podcasts. Yeah. Um, yeah, this was odd, but <laughs> we're out. <laughs> master things. Master the podcast world. Love you guys. Yeah. Have a good one. Bye. <laughs>